0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here, we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone, welcome to the podcast. Today, we have quite a short episode because there's just not that much to this new car, but we haven't heard about this car pretty much since the Clarkson era and maybe a few little new slip, uh, snippets here and there, so I thought this would be a good time, a good opportunity to bring up a car that I think a lot of us have forgotten, and that is the Kia Seed, and no, not the apostrophe D, it's just Seed now. So, Kia Seed lineup reshuffled and upgraded for 2021, gets new 156 horsepower, 1. 1.5 liter petrol engine. Let's get into this article and car. While showcasing its new logo and slogan, Kia has also pulled the covers off Europe's 2021 C lineup, which features enhanced technology and powertrain upgrades while retaining the looks. The compact model can now be ordered with a new engine, the 1.5 liter TGDI unit, and it develops 158 PS or 156 horsepower or 116 kilowatts at 5,500 RPM and 253 newton-meters of torque, or 187 pound-feet of torque, at 1,500 to 3,500 RPM. It is paired to either a 6-speed manual or a 7-speed dual-clutch transmission, and it has has replaced the 138 PS, or 136 horsepower, or 101-kilowatt, 1.4-liter TGDI engine. All seed models can be had with a new mild-hybrid powertrain as well, which combines a 1.6-liter diesel engine said to be Kia's cleanest oil burner ever made, though given that it's a diesel, that is highly, highly debatable, with a 48-volt system. It uses Selective Catalytic Reduction, or SCR, Active Emissions Control Technology to lower emissions and produces 134 PS or 132 horsepower and 98 kilowatts and 280 newton meters of torque or 207 pound-feet of torque when ordered with a stick shift. However, that power goes up to 320 newton meters of torque, or 236 pound-feet of torque when mated to the 7-speed dual-clutch transmission. The 2021 Seed and Seed-Sportswagon lineup still still comprises of the same trim levels, although the 7-speed DCT is now standard on the flagship GT, replacing the 6-speed manual. The Silver Frost paint finish is a no-cost option on the same grade, replacing the track red and the blue flame metallic has been added to the color palette. All Seed models feature forward collision avoidance assist with pedestrian detection, and the GT Line S, 3 manual and GT line get cyclist detection. The 2021 Pro Seed is only available with the new 1.5 liter TGDI petrol engine and gets the same upgrades as the regular Seed and Seed sports wagon. The 2021 X Seed also gets the new engine as well as the 48 volt mild hybrid diesel. The 4 has replaced the first edition as the new range topping grade. UK pricing for the Seed hatchback starts at 19,700 pounds. Or twenty six thousand seven hundred eighty six dollars my that got expensive quickly the seed sports wagon and the pro c can be had from twenty thousand four hundred pounds or twenty seven thousand seven hundred thirty seven dollars and twenty five thousand and seventy five pounds or thirty four thousand and ninety four dollars respectively and the seed kicks off at twenty one thousand and fifty pounds or twenty eight thousand six hundred and twenty one pounds with the hard facts out of the way how do i think it looks well, I like the GT line, which is what I'm looking at at this very moment. At this very moment. Though, the, well, it says GT, not GT line. But in any case, it, it's... it's Okay, it's good looking. I just wish it was a little bit more aggressive. Because for a hot hatch, to me, it looks a little tame. But I like the face. I like the headlights. I really quite like the headlights. I like the grill. And I like the vents where the fog lights are. The, let's see, the side profile, I like. Even if it seems a little generic to me with the quarter window. But that's fine. The rear fascia, I like. I like the taillights, and I like the, not really DRL, but the, uh, what do they call it? I, I've completely forgotten the terminology, but... Yeah, I like the I like the shape and design of the taillights. This one doesn't have the new Kia logo, funnily enough. At the very least, not in the press photos. Uh, let's see, let's go to the wagon. The wagon looks... Looks good. What's interesting is that it has different taillights. So, the CGT taillights have have a re- have an area for the reverse lights and then the turn signals, whereas the wagon is just completely red. The wagon just has the taillight DRL, to make up a term for lack of a better one at the moment, and that's it. They're, they're, that is to say they're slimmer than they are on the hatchback. Then you have the sports wagon. Ooh, the sports wagon has the very similar taillights to that concept sports wagon we saw a really long time ago from Kia. I can't remember what, what that one was called, but I like that. I like that a lot, actually, and then it still has the Sportswagon, the Pro, or no, sorry, they call that the Pro Seed. The Pro Seed still has that weird little, not aluminum, but silver, like, fin in the quarter window, which is a little unfortunate for visibility, and looks just a little bit strange, but I'm not too fussed, but yeah, the proceed has very interesting looking taillights, I quite like that. A little bit better than the hatchback, I would say, but that's just me. Then you have the XE. oh my... Oh Wow, that looks almost like a completely different car, I'm not going to lie, because the front end, the headlights are different, and then the rest of the face is different, which makes sense, it's a different car, but the headlights, that's where the biggest change can be found, and they're not similar at all, they are very, very different, they're, they have this weird kind of right, it's, how do, how do I explain this? So instead of it being a full, like a full headlight, and this is a full headlight, but What I mean is, they've added this arrow, they've added this indent into the, into the headlight, so the body kind of creeps into the headlight a little bit, and it just makes this weird, like, horns shape, although way cutesier and not as angular. It's weird. And again, they look slimmer as well, because the, okay, so some of the headlight design, because it looks like they have two DRLs, where the actual quote-unquote bulb is so that's the same on the x-seed as it is on all the other seed models but again it just looks slimmer it's very that's very weird that is very strange okay the taillights i like they seem fairly they remind me a lot actually of the mercedes a45 amg they look they look to be in a very similar shape as does the entire rear of the car though to be fair in this press photo i'm looking at the entire car is also yellow and in a very similar yellow to that one as well. So perhaps that has something to do with it. But if any of us have seen the A45 AMG, just imagine those taillights, slimmer. Maybe a little bit longer as well, but that design, slimmer. And you'll have a pretty good idea of what the XC taillights look like. But yeah, do we have any interior photos? I'm not seeing that many. It's weird looking It's weird looking at the sports wagon now, the SEED sports wagon, because I'm not used to seeing... A small car in wagon form anymore. That's just... It's a completely foreign concept to my American mind now. That's so... It's just so weird. I like it, but it's weird. Like, imagine a Fiesta wagon. That would be so strange to me. Like, even a Focus wagon now... Is almost a foreign idea to me. Someone in the comments actually... I've just looked. I've just scrolled down a little bit. Someone said... An X-seed with all-wheel drive looks like it could go... It could go Subaru cross-track... Cross-track, sorry. Cross-track hunting. Apparently, though, the Crosstrek has two inches more ground clearance. So, while it might look like a Crosstrek competitor, it wouldn't be as capable off-road. Anyone remember that old Top Gear episode where Rover had made... I think they called it, like, an urban rotor. It was like an urban off-roader, and it was... It was meant... It was a little Rover hatchback. This was this would have been the early 2000s. It was a little Rover hatchback that had all the stupid plastic cladding crap that we see on the X-Seed. The Pro-Seed... Uh, not the X-Seed. Yeah, the X-Seed... The, the cross trek and the like. But it, the entire marketing material was for a car that was meant to work in the city. Yet it had a bunch of off-road, you know, fake off-road cladding on it. It didn't make any sense. The XC reminds me of that little rover. A car that is meant to work in the city, yet for some reason has, quote-unquote, rugged cladding. Despite the fact that it will never be taken on any more than a, a worn dirt road. And that's it. Yeah, I really, I really can't believe I can't remember what what the terminology is for the taillight design. Where it's you know the LED strip. I guess that's as close as I'm going to get right now. But yeah, the LED strip on the wagon is a thinner than it is on the hatchback. It doesn't it doesn't go down as much. It's much it's much more acute. And at the ends of at the at the ends of the LED strip again, there's no there's no reverse lights. There's no turn signals. None of that. It's much thinner. It's much slimmer than it is on the hatchback, and that's weird. I like the way that it looks on the hatchback to me because it's, it's perfectly kind of cartoony, but on the wagon, it's it's so bare. I mean, to be fair, they also use the base model, so maybe if you got... Perhaps if you got a higher-up higher up model in the trim line, maybe you'd get different taillights, but I doubt that greatly. It's weird because in Europe, as far as I know, there's legislation that you have to have amber turn signals, and... In, in these taillight units, I'm not seeing any room for amber turn signals. It's all red, which is very, very antithetical, in my mind, to that legislation. So what what's up with that? Anyway, though, the design overall is okay. It's not terrible. But with that, that is going to conclude this episode. Like I said, it was a short one, just not much to talk about. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, then please like, sorry, like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. I was about to do the YouTube spiel first. But now we're going to do the YouTube spiel. So if you're watching on YouTube, then please like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And if you do subscribe, well, thank you. Uh, don't forget to hit the little notification bell. That way you'll be notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but don't have or want the pod Podbean mobile app, well, then just boot up wherever you get your podcast. Type in Cody's Car Conundrum before you set off. And then choose the episode you want to listen to. I'll see you all, uh, well, I'll see you all on Saturday, obviously for the weekly news roundup. But I'll also see you all on Sunday... For another episode of F1 Drive to Survive. I think episode nine is a Williams episode, and we haven't had we haven't touched on Williams at all throughout the entirety of season two, so that should be a really interesting episode. But anyway, I will see you all later. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars if I'm being honest.